Hey Topper, hey. harmonize with me. It's not your mama's Christian podcast. <laughs> it took Topper yeah. forever yeah. to get that harmony. I just sprung that on him. <laughs> I had to decide what octave. He didn't know what he he didn't not know start, coming. He started low. Not that I know what on. octave I was even in. I'm gonna crank you up in this <laughs> so people can really nice hear. Nice job, nice job on the fly. You know, Thank you're you. better on the fly than Eric gives you credit for. Yeah. Well, he is an intern, so he's probably he's still. Learning. Yeah, so welcome everybody to the Not Your Mama's Christian <laughs> Podcast. Like the Christian be- Podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. Do it. Go ahead. I'm your host with your co-host, Topper. Topper saying what it is. What it is, yo. <laughs> and my we- anger for this is getting intern, so much I can't Eric. even talk. If people don't see it. Like people <laughs> might think, oh, he doesn't even care anymore. No. I'm so angry I can't even speak on this podcast about it. Oh, I just shake my head <laughs> in anger. He's just giving up. He's he's just waving no, the white I'm not flag. Giving up. He said, "I don't even have care we, anymore." Have we changed the bios yet to reflect these? these <laughs> new, uh... What bios? First off, if you didn't do it and Shane didn't do it, you think <laughs> I did that? And you guys know you didn't. You two didn't do it. No, I never been you do anything. Yeah. I did. I don't do yeah. any of that stuff. Hey, do you need to teach your own te- toot your own horn? Wow, anymore? host. Can't <laughs> even talk right, man. You're mean, Tommy. Oh, you you're really mean today. You idiot. Oh, I am. A, I do feel like an extra grumpy, mean mood. I have no reason. <laughs> life is great. I love my life. My kid's great. My wife's great. Everything's great. My job's great. But for some reason, I want to be a jerk to you too. So wow. I record it okay. and do it. Wow. So you guys suck. Wow. Topper, are yeah. you doing okay? I'm okay. How is, what what happened to you? What do you mean you're you're okay? I'm okay. <clears throat> um so I witnessed a robbery today. <gasps> like a legit robbery? Yes. What? Where? On my way home from work. From where and where in do the you, city? Where do you in work? In the city. Where do I work? Yeah. Or what city do you work? Baltimore in City. Baltimore. Baltimore and have city. you ever seen The Wire? Yeah. So it doesn't mean that it was the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say we where I think you told me the story. So where would this happen? It's not that location, but um, there's certain parts of Baltimore that are always in the top ten most dangerous places in the, yeah. in the United States. This past year, there was two we different two. parts in Baltimore, yeah. the top ten. It's like was yeah. murder. There, there are definitely some places in Baltimore City that you don't want to be don't go. by yourself for sure. Yeah, or you really. It's it's just but there, there's, there's some, some parts places. that are great. There's, yeah. there's some parts that are completely. Safe. But it's a it's a smaller city. Yeah, it is. So it's like there's some parts where you're where everything is fine, and then if you walk a few blocks, you're on the wire. Yeah. And there's some parts that you think is fine, mm-hmm. and then something like this happens. Yeah. So where were you in Baltimore? So I was uh, I was on my way home. I was on Martin Luther King uh, Boulevard. That's a main road. Main mm-hmm. road. Yep. Uh, around around five right, right near the stadiums. Yeah, around five fifteen. So I was, uh, I was probably a couple streets away from hitting ninety five. Mm-hmm. So it was it was in pretty there was there was a good amount of traffic, and so I was stopped at a light, and so I see, it it was they they were young for sure. It had to be teens, probably fifteen years old. There was probably about four of them. Mm-hmm. And so they were kind of walking around, and I don't know if you've seen before. Sometimes you'll see kids come around with like a squeegee, yeah. and they'll try and wash your windows just for a couple bucks. And, and a you're lot like, of times, no, 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 stop! Right, but, I don't have but, any cash. But they do it. But they'll do it anyway, yeah. just hoping that you will. So that was happening. But I noticed like it was it was just a little 
over the top. Like they would kind of come up to cars, like knocking on the windows, like oh. "Hey, hey, you want to do?" And they, and then they would just start. And so I noticed they were getting close to my car. So the topper so, right away went lock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. They got close to my car, and so they stopped to the car in front of me. Start wiping his windows. I don't know if he wanted it or not, but I'm kind of kind of paying attention, kind of not. Next thing I see is he starts to roll down his window, I think, to give him a couple bucks. Uh-huh. And I guess they noticed that his doors were unlocked. And so the next thing I saw was two, his his driver's side and passenger side doors fling open. What? And then two kids just kind of lunge in, and I see them ripping stuff out of his hands. And then I saw, like, something fly out of the car, and I could hear, because I didn't have my radio on at this point. I was kind of listening. And I heard him say, oh, I got his wallet. And so I don't know what else was oh taken. Oh, my gosh. But I was like this. I mean, I'm talking middle of rush hour traffic, 5.15 on a yeah, bumper to two, bumper. Like, you wouldn't think that you'd have yeah. to worry about something like this. And so, um, yeah, guy, I called. That guy probably had, they probably he probably had his wallet in his hand. He did. He was going to give him a couple bucks. Because he was going to give him a couple right. bucks. Right. And the other dude came S- through the passenger side. It. And so did did they like pull him out of the car? No, he was kind of like what? And they didn't. And the weird part is they didn't even run. It was kind of just like they were all kind of just hanging out. What? They took the money and then just stood there and just just kind of like whatever. Like they knew nothing was gonna happen. And I was like, this. They even leave. They just stood there. Like, what are you gonna do? So I went around and I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm making sure I'm safe. So I called the cops. I figured he was going to call right then and report it. Now, I knew there was a lot of other witnesses, but I was like, I mean, I should at least, yeah. this is what I should do. You know, yeah. I should call them, at least let them know, report this. And I got like the worst possible 911 operator. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I was like, yeah, so I just witnessed a robbery. And I was like, it was, uh, yeah, I was on Martin Luther King. It was, it was in between these two streets. She goes, I needed an exact intersection. I was like, I, I think like I was in between. I don't really know. I'm yeah. just letting you know this happened. And so I was letting her know like the wallet was stolen. And she was like, so they took his wallet. Is that all? I was like, yeah, but I mean the guy, the guy got robbed. Yeah. And she was like, do you want to speak to an officer? I was like, no, I just felt like I should report <laughs> it. I, I should report this. Right. And she was like, yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's all. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, so, I, I just... And then I can imagine her writing it down, crumbling it up, and throwing it in the well, trash. It was, it, <laughs> so yeah, she was she was writing down my information awfully quick. For, oh, what's your name? Okay, uh, where are you? I was like, okay, I highly doubt any of this is so being... So do you think that in her mind, she would just like, look, we got bigger fish This to fry. is just another thing. Like, it, this happens so much. Right, we'll see if we can get an officer out there. Yeah. At some, yeah, wow. honestly, yeah. Wow, that's so, crazy. I mean, to me, I mean, I, you don't, I don't see that every day. I don't know. If yeah, I else, don't. You know what I mean? So. Well, we we spend a lot of time in Baltimore. We're yeah. down, we're down the city all the time. I'm on Martin Luther King all the time. Yeah, you I know. Grew, I grew up in Lansdowne. Yeah, I've seen some stuff. We've seen stuff like we grew up in Baltimore County. Yeah. It's not, you know, so it's it's not like this is foreign to us. But like, I've never really seen that happen. Yeah, I know that it I've does. Never, I've never seen someone just rob you and then just stand there, seriously, yeah. by you and go, "What are you gonna do?" Yeah, because, Honestly, because the guy, he, he was well, like. And he pulled over into the right lane closest to the curb to kind of be like, what is going on? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like what, but, I mean, honestly, what could he have done? How many kids were there? Two or three? There, were, I think there was about four. Four. Honestly. So what is that guy going to do? He's going to try to get it. Right. And they'll they'll, they'll, beat, they'll him beat him up. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too, though. Like, stealing a wallet nowadays, is it even really worth it? No. Because most can't, of the time, people th- don't carry cash. Yeah. And if they do have cash, it's like a few 20s. Or if it's cards... 
you know they're canceled you, you immediately. Know you have your yeah, wallet stolen. You can just cancel your card. Yeah, maybe they even... took his phone too. Really, it's just, just like a hassle for whoever got it. It really like, is. It is because then you have then to you get a new ID, driver's license. Yeah, you have to yeah. get a new card. All this stuff. But like, there's nothing of value for the person who really steals it. Besides, if there is cash in there, which yeah. is probably not much cash because nobody really carries that much. Yeah, that's crazy. That sucks. It was crazy. It's sad. It is just, but so that was different. <laughs> yeah. Wow. An interesting day. Yeah. Wow. Well, one time didn't we see? I I think that I don't remember if you were with me or not. We were like going to an Orioles game, Eric, and we saw we were trying to find a parking spot, and didn't we see like somebody get beat up? No, I remember hearing uh, about it, but I wasn't there. Because okay, you were probably in another car. We were just it was the middle of the day, and there was like a guy walking on the sidewalk, and he was by himself, and a group of guys walking. You know, towards him, or just on the sidewalk, and then when they got close to him, they just started beating him up. Wow! And what'd you do? Um, I, we drove away. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I wasn't driving though. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was also like, we were like eighteen or nineteen at the time. Like I didn't know. I, I like I didn't even think twice about. Yeah. You know, we pr- we probably should have called the cops, but we probably would have gotten the same response. Yeah. <laughs> probably with the same lady. Yeah, I, I kind of made me feel no, stupid. Okay, what, I was yeah. like. I feel like I'm doing my duty right now <laughs> yeah. to call you and let you know this is happening, and you're acting like you don't care. That's so funny because, like, I remember one time I was driving in Howard County, which so if you're from Maryland, then uh, then you know where I'm talking about. We we all live in Howard County, but it's not in the city. It's like 15 minutes outside of the city. It's one of the and, nicest yeah. counties, in, and we live in Columbia, which is one of the nicest places yeah. to live, we live in, in America. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. But, th- yeah, Columbia, Ellicott City, all that stuff is ranked high in – in the country for a place to live and um i was driving one time and the, it was late like midnight and um there was on on like route 40 and there was just a cone in the middle of the road and and like i almost hit it it was just weird just a random cone it wasn't like construction i almost hit it a couple other cars did the same like you swerve around it was like dark you know all that stuff so i was like well someone needs to you know know about this and i was already past it so i called 911 just say hey just so you know there's this cone in the middle of the road and they were like oh my gosh where is it like like they were they were like that's trying to figure out oh okay and i gave them exact exactly where it was you know i'm driving this way and they're like thank you so much for calling us like all this stuff and there was just a cone in the middle of the road you witnessed a robbery robbery in someone's car and they were like okay don't waste our time kid that's like (laughs) where where you were calling from from howard county that was a big big deal in howard county maybe that's like you can be speeding in Baltimore City, and a cop will just watch you and be like, "Oh, whatever." Yeah. But you can, you try that in Howard County. Oh, you're done. They have nothing better to do. Yeah. Than to pull people over. Yeah. And I speed mean, traps. I pulled over not that long ago. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. all right, so let's get to our uh, main topic for the day. Mm. Topper, what's up? You Christian? I am <laughs> indeed. <laughs> now that's a rusty cares move. <laughs> <laughs> my my dad would always ask uh ask Topper every day when he comes to church. Hey, you still a Christian? And you go, yep. Every Sunday for like <laughs> five years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Hey, you still a Christian? Hasn't changed. And there so, are many people who theologically would not agree with that statement, and while other people would. Oh, <laughs> that's a whether. Always saved. Yeah, once saved, always saved, or not. <laughs> like, that's theologically not correct. Because you see, if if he says he's not a Christian, that means he was never a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but uh, and Shane and I are pastors, so we have to be Christians. Uh, <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. what? <laughs> so that's so, not theologically correct. <laughs> so us, all, all three of us are are Christ followers. We believe in Jesus. We believe that God created us. That He sent His Son, and because of Jesus' sacrifice, 
um, and that grace that we have been shown that that is that is the atonement for our sins, and now we can spend eternity with God because of that. Right? Basics. Yeah. That's basic yeah. Christianity. Okay. Um, we've all gotten older. We we have friends that um, are are atheists and don't believe what we believe, and we've had atheist conversations Adam. with them. Um, atheist Adam, um, Tony, who listens to this. Uh, we have friends, and we're gonna have Tony on. Yeah, soon. we are. Um, so we have friends that that are the complete opposite of what we believe. And we've gotten to the point now where we're old enough where we have started to um, understand at least the other side of the argument, right? Well, I remember when I was in high school, I didn't care about the other side of the argument. I mm-hmm. thought there's no way you could be right. Now, right. the older I've gotten, the more I've started to at least listen to it and then started to be like, okay, at least this part makes sense. Okay, I kind of understand this. Or, or not necessarily like, like you're going to believe in it, but... Maybe you know uh, I, understand I understand why logic you believe in this, or you know why someone would believe that. Yeah. Where when I was a kid, I was like, "You, if you're not Christian, you're you're an idiot." <laughs> we, I think we need to try to say you're an idiot every episode. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I, the older I've gotten, the more I've started to to have questions about what I believe, mm-hmm. and I've had doubts about what I believe, and through those questions and doubts, I've started to really like cement my faith and what I actually believe and have my own authentic faith. Um, and my faith is stronger now than when I was in middle school, high school, because I've gone through doubts and struggles and we could all say the same exact thing. Right. Right. So I thought it'd be good for us to talk about what things that kind of made sense to us and things that were like, you know what, that makes sense. So because of this, I got to stick with this, this belief. Um, because I just can't get past this thing or or whatever it is. Um, because we we would all say that at times in our life, at least for me, not being a Christian was enticing to me. Like the idea of man, I could do whatever I want. I could have sex with whatever I want. I could do. I could party when mm-hmm. I want. Like, but I the more I looked into stuff, the more I was like, God, I just can't get past this, and this just doesn't make sense. So I. It is what it is, and I believe this. And if this is true, then I gotta live this way because it's the only thing that's true to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it'd be good for our listeners for us to break down how we've developed our own authentic faith. Um, and it, my hope in this, and this is maybe going to be a more serious one than we like to do, mm-hmm. but my hope in this is that we will help some people that are maybe struggling with their doubts and their questions about this belief. Mm-hmm. So, um, who wants to go first? Top, you got Topper has a paper written down. Topper's well, a prepared I, man. Well, I, yeah, I always do. Yeah, he, he likes to be prepared. Uh, Shane yeah. just goes. <laughs> I wing it. <laughs> yeah, he just does whatever he wants. He I, just, ah. I, I literally come into recording the podcast without a thought in my mind. And then that's yeah, like, I, I, and I if, don't work that way. I don't, know I, if don't, it, I don't operate that I way. I don't know if it shows. If I were to throw, <laughs> no. No, were to throw this idea out to top right now, he'd be like, we can't record this. I would I say absolutely not. But you know what? I appreciate your effort. And your hard work to to make this podcast great. Thank you. Shane sucks. Well, wow. I thought he was just going to be a jerk to everybody, but he was nice to me. Yeah. That's nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I have a lot of confidence now. <laughs> okay. So, um, I don't know. What should I, should I start with my testimony or just or kind of just why beyond? You, beyond. Okay. Yeah, let's go beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, I mean, I, well, I was j- to start, I was saved when I was 13 and I think then, I guess that was kind of when I first started coming around youth group and stuff with you guys. I grew up Catholic, so honestly, when I first, I think 
when the first message of like salvation was preached to me, it was kind of the almost the fear of afterlife kind of thing. Yeah. And that I think was a lot of people. That was common for a lot. And, and, you know, that kind of scares you. Historically, it's what the church has used. Right. Right. To make sure people would get saved is fear. Exactly. If you die, what's going to happen? So honestly, I think that's really how it started for me. Um, not saying that's that's a right thing, but as I got older, it there came a point where I really dug deeper in my studies, and I realized, that, and I, and I know there comes a point in everybody's life where they kind of say like, "Hey, what is my purpose?" You know, mm-hmm. like, it, I I don't choose to believe that I was here by accident and that I live a little, do this work, and then I die, and that's right. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's got to be like I have to be here for a reason, and if there is a higher being, I really, I better get to know him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that's not something that you can just play around with and mess with. Yeah. So, um, but after, I mean, after just doing some research, I mean, a lot of, bo- I, there was a lot of books that I read that helped me a lot. Um, one by Josh McDowell, more than a carpenter. I don't know if you guys yeah. have read that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm a very practical person. So I like to know, I like to know these facts and it kind of goes in, in depth about, the Bible and how it's almost like they say, you know, treat it like a history book. You know, like how do you know Abraham Lincoln was was a president was real because mm-hmm. you read a history book. It, yeah. it kind of goes the same for the Bible, you know, stuff like that. So there was a lot of things that helped me to affirm my faith in that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that to go along with just like the practical things, the mm-hmm. practical, um, you know, reasons behind um, why we believe what we believe. I obviously one of the biggest ways that God reveals himself is just in the creation around us mm-hmm. and in the world around us. And, and uh, I mean, you can talk about the distance that the earth is from the sun and that's always been like big to me. I, I know that there is, you know, arguments for creation or evolution or, you know, micro and macro evolution and all of those sort of things that everybody is all over the spectrum. Um, but to me, looking at this world, I believe that it takes more faith to believe in all of this being by chance than right. it does to believe in, in a in a creator. Yeah. Um, the fact that the that the, that the Earth, if it were off of its axis by like just a little bit, mm-hmm. we would either burn to death or freeze to death. Yeah. The fact that um, our oxygen levels um, here are, are are balanced exactly precisely enough for us to to breathe and to yeah. live on this world and if it were off just a little bit we would not be able yeah. to survive you know and 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 uh and evolutionists would say well that's just how the the you know our bodies have evolved to that or this world has have has evolved to that but i i don't know how you can look around and see the things that this world has to offer mm-hmm. and say that there's see nothing the behind it the, yeah the intricate and and even beyond that just look at the human body yeah, not really. just the world, but look at look at uh, you know our respiratory system. Look at our brains. Look at how how our mind works, and 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 how there is a sense of 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 love and mm-hmm. and grace and and all these things that go into it. I mean, it. I don't know how you can look at all of those things and not be inspired yeah. to the point where there is something more. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like your ba- like you got to the point where okay, there has to be a higher power so then how do you get from you there's a higher power to i guess it's jesus to 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 the god that we believe in 
Um, well, I think that that would also go into a lot of what Topper was saying and and looking at the Bible as a history book. And um, and there are things in the Bible that that we can look at and we're like, ah, we don't. I don't have an answer for that. Um, that that we've talked about it before on previous podcasts, and and we don't have to get into those. But then there are also things in the Bible that, to me, are so um, are, have influenced me in a way that uh, has changed my life. A, a lot of times you can look at the Bible and say, man, that well, there, there are so many rules or so many things that hold you back or so many things that you have to follow. But what I discovered is trying to live my life the way that the Bible communicates has given me more freedom, more sense of uh, a more sense of purpose and a more sense of life than I ever experienced prior to reading the Bible and trying to live my life without the Bible. The, the application involved in that yeah. changes the way that, that life is done. Now, let's break that down a little bit, especially the freedom part. Because mm-hmm. I know most people will say, what do you mean there's more freedom in you can't have premarital sex? You mean there's more freedom in you have to think of other people? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, is, what do you mean there's more freedom in I have to give money to the church? Um, so how would you explain that? Yeah. Like, there's not more freedom. Those are rules. And yeah. I don't have – I can't – do what other people are doing yeah which is freedom yeah well so i'll give you for example uh my wife lauren and i both of us were virgins when we got married um and uh so what i've discovered is i would never have changed that i mean that's something that that we both are extremely proud of and was it difficult absolutely it was difficult it was extremely hard to do especially even when we were dating it doesn't mean that we didn't make mistakes or that we're perfect or anything like that. that's not what i'm trying to say but the fact that we both could say we waited for each other i mean that is extremely rare in this world today that that and 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 if you and if you haven't it's not like you're garbage it's not what i'm saying but the moment when my wife and i could come together and both of us say that we waited for each other was such a pure moment that was so fulfilling that I would never want to go back and change it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that has strengthened our marriage and strengthened our relationship um, in a way that it, it's 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 been phenomenal. Um, and then even if you go if you want to talk about like tithing, um, you know, I, I, why do I have to give ten percent or whatever? Mar- whatever percentage of money that you give to the church, why do I have to do this? For me, I've done it for a while. Um, I, I don't even know how long I've done it, but uh, it it is automatic. It it just automatically comes out of my paycheck every time, um, and it, we can set it up on through our website and all this stuff, which is nice because I would forget, um, and uh, and I need to that to you know to happen for me. But um, from doing that, I and I notice this all the time. Whenever I tithe, my life becomes. I don't. I don't want to say easier. That's not. That's not the right word for it. But the sense of worry goes away for me. Um, when, when I when I'm giving back to God, my life is in order. My life is. I feel a sense of freedom because I'm not thinking. Oh my goodness, how am I going to get this money? How am I going to find this? How, how am I going to pay for all these bills? That that doesn't exist for me. Yeah. Um, and that's also kind of my personality. But I, there have been times where I haven't been tithing or I haven't been giving back to God. And I notice that I'm like, my goodness, how am I going to pay for these things? And money is all of a sudden on my mind. And 
I don't think that money should be the focus of everything for us. Yeah. And instead of me focusing on how much more can I get, how much more can I take, how much more can I receive, I'm focusing on giving to God what is first his and what and what he has first given to me. And then it takes that weight off of my shoulders. So I find freedom in the fact that I'm giving back to God, even though it seems like I might, I don't know, be following these rules. Yeah. yeah. What, what I would think is with... I don't so, know if I explained that well enough. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. What when someone would have that idea, which is an idea that I had, like you said, you were a virgin, you were married. Mm-hmm. I was not mm-hmm. because of the thing of I. What do you mean? I. This is not freedom, but we. That's because we're looking at sin the wrong way. We're looking at sin as man. God is just a strict lawmaker that says this is what I have to do mm-hmm. because I say so. When really it's God saying this is what I know is best for you. And like you said, man, I'm so glad I I, I waited. Mm-hmm. Myself, who was not a virgin getting married, I regret not waiting. Mm-hmm. I wish that I waited for my wife, and I robbed my wife of something that was just hers. Yeah, it comes to tithing, um, it's it's even beyond that. It's it's living a lifestyle of generosity. Yeah, and it's not just like this is what you're doing. You're yeah. setting yourself up to I'm going to give first, um, and and even save first, and and watching your margins. And yeah. it's just it's just a practical way, um, if you want to look at it practically, of saying is this is what I'm going to do to to make sure that I am a generous person, which everyone, no matter what you believe, would say is mm-hmm. a commendable thing. Mm-hmm. I'm I am generous because I give ten percent of everything I have to to the church and. And whether it's a commandment and I'm doing it because I don't want to sin or it's because I'm just doing it because I want to help an organization. Yeah. Like if you're an atheist and you and you still say, I want to give a certain amount of money every month to, to a, charity. A, a charity, then yeah. yeah, it's a great thing, right? Yeah. Um, it's just saying, okay, I want to put my money where my mouth is. And if I want to be a person that says, I don't want it to be all about me, then what tithing does is saying, I'm proving it by mm-hmm. giving 10% of my money to this and and God does say that you need to do that first because that's you saying that you yeah. have control of everything even over my money. But I think what we do is we look at sin as okay, sin is um, just God being mean when really it's it's something that is in the long run better for us. Absolutely, there's freedom in the fact that you can wait and then have pure joy when it comes to sex rather than not waiting and going further and further and then you can get an STD or you can get um, pregnant when you didn't want to. Well, and not even that. Um, it just complicates the relationship. And it comp- we we very often think that sex is a physical thing mm-hmm. when really it's a physical and emotional and spiritual thing. They're all connected. Yeah. Um, and and the if you do it too much with other people, then it might not be an emotional thing, which is going to come back to bite you when mm-hmm. you get married. Mm-hmm. Like, there... It's it's freedom in the fact that man you can have the best sex life ever if you wait mm-hmm. like that that not just one example we could give twenty examples but yeah um that that's kind of that stuff but um yeah no yeah I mean I was gonna say so what you initially didn't think was was freedom mm-hmm. really ended up being that way because you were yeah. obedient yeah so yeah. that that's really what and yeah. that's and that's what. I we hear with students all the time that they're that, they, they don't that people don't understand right right including then including us you don't, you don't understand I don't understand we didn't understand that. they're right then and there yeah you know yeah. You're, you're trying to understand trying to comprehend but if you just listen to God and then you know it ends yeah. up well and that's that's something that yeah for for me just reading everything that uh, especially is in the New Testament and everything that Jesus talked about in the Gospel I mean if you try to live your life the way that the the way that the Bible 
um, encourages us to live our life. And this isn't even just believing in what God is. Just, if you try to live your life in the in the practical sense of what the Bible says, it is the best life possible. I honestly believe that because you're yep. being the best person that you could possibly be. And and I would say a guy like Lance who doesn't believe um, in Jesus or God or anything lives that life. He yeah. You know not, I mean? not not yeah. not not every aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, but like but is the selfless. Yep, absolutely. Is, looks for other people first. Uh-huh. That kind of base stuff. Um and he wouldn't agree with this, but I would say that that is God revealing himself through mm-hmm. him. That's what I would believe. Yeah. Um he would say obviously no cuz there is no God. Cuz it's his say. decision and he's yeah. doing what he wants to do. But yeah. but you can sh- you can live that kind of lifestyle and mm-hmm. be everyone would agree being selfless is the best way to live. And that's all Jesus preached about. Right, right. Selfless. Love God, love others. You are the last. Everyone else is first. And that kind of gets to why I believe all this stuff. Um, I, I decided to really look into the New Testament. And you can look at, we talked about how the New Testament is, and the Bible is, look at it as history. Um, the New Testament in particular, especially, specifically the gospel talking about Jesus, is considered super historically accurate. Yeah, it is. Um, it's more accurate than Homer. It's more accurate than um, some of the wars that are written in the past. Some of the things that we take for fact and we teach in our schools to students, uh, the Bible is more accurate than some of those textbooks. Yeah, because if you look at some of the ways they've determined it, and we're doing a study on it right now um, mm-hmm. at our small group, um, they, they, they've they gotten to the point where they believe the New Testament is 99% accurate. So um, Who's they? historians scholars okay um because they believe the time period of all because the more um things you have written the more copies of it manuscripts yeah. you have yeah. the yeah. better the less amount of time in between yeah. right. when it happened to Backs compared it to when up. it was yeah. right all that stuff and all that stuff makes it so most scholars and historians believe that people actually wrote this but you what you could say is maybe they're lying yeah mm-hmm. you could say that maybe they didn't actually see what they saw but most people would say they this is a historical document. Yeah. yeah. Could be a sor- historical document of lies, but it's a historical document. So what what I got to was if this is historical and this is literally people writing certain things, why would a group of disciples mm-hmm. write about this guy named Jesus and then this guy named Jesus died? And instead of saying that they were ready and they couldn't wait for him to come back, they all left him. Mm-hmm. They all ran away. They all believed that he was dead and he was never coming back, even though Jesus kept saying, I'm coming back, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. And none, none of the disciples believed it. He, when when Jesus rose again and came out of the tomb, no disciples were there. Yeah. They were all hiding because they were terrified right. of what could happen. None of them believed it. To me, if it's a, first off, if, it's a, if they're making this, this up, I'm making sure that I was at the tomb because mm-hmm. that's a, that's showing me in in a good light. But let's say they they skip that part, then they decide, okay, well Jesus didn't actually come back to life because people don't do that, mm-hmm. so we can't say that he did. So we so so no, we can't prove they did. So let's just say we that he did. People would have caught that, yeah, because that would be like Donald Trump dying and three days later coming back to life and. All these people writing that, yeah, he came back to life. And other people be like, no, he didn't. He's still dead. Yeah. People people would understand that and see that. So when they wrote this, people were still alive that saw yeah, that Jesus were, came yeah. back to life. That time um, period, yeah. And let's say they still got past all that. Mm-hmm. So these disciples wrote all this stuff, which is all just a big conspiracy, um, which is all just lies written down. And they wrote all this stuff so that they could get what? 
so that they could serve everybody else. So they could be persecuted. And persecuted <laughs> and die the worst death possible. Yeah, what's happened to yeah. just about all of them. All of them. If if that was me, and maybe maybe I'm putting myself in, in these people's shoes too much, and that's my problem, but this is what I can't get past. If that was me, and I wrote this stuff that I knew was a lie, and I knew didn't actually happen, right. the second I got persecuted and I was put to death, I would have folded mm-hmm. yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. But so all of them died the worst possible death because they were living a lifestyle of the last, of the least, mm-hmm. over a lie. Right. I just can't believe right. that. Yeah. So that alone, no matter what else, and no matter what other struggles I have and doubts I have, that part alone yeah. to me, I can't get past it. That for me was the same. That yeah. was the one thing I read in that Josh McDowell book that I was like, this is probably the most overwhelming mm-hmm. evidence for Christianity, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And there and I'm sure that that there are things that I could find that would maybe try to disprove that or give some kind of reason f- against all everything I said, but it just doesn't fit, doesn't fit what what I believe. And there have been times where when I was struggling and down my faith, I didn't want to believe this anymore. But that I couldn't get past. I couldn't get past that. And then I got to the point where I was like, well, if that's real, which I can't get past it, and that's what I believe, then I gotta make I gotta make it about what God is telling me. It's not about me anymore. Mm-hmm. So this if this was God's telling me, then I gotta go with that. And ever since then that's what I've kind of built my faith on. And I've taken other pieces off here or there of, of mm-hmm. what I believe, but it's built on that foundation that I just couldn't get past. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm I'm here today. As the host oh, goodness. Oh, wow. of not your good mama's try. Good try. Good try. Well, all but, that, uh, all that just to <laughs> claim yeah. he's the host, man. But yeah. anybody else got anything well, else? Well, even just a, uh, one more thing before we move on. Um, and I don't even remember who said this, and I've heard this from a few different, um, I don't know, preachers or whatever. Uh, but they said that um, I think it might be Annie Stanley. Either um, when when you're talking about Jesus, because a lot of people. You, you can't deny that Jesus actually was here he on the sure earth. existed. That you cannot deny it, whether you're an atheist, whether you believe in God. There is no way that you can deny that he wasn't here on this earth. Yeah, he was definitely here. But what a lot of people would say, that he was just a really good teacher or a prophet or something along those lines. Um, but really with Jesus, there's no in between. Either he was the son of God or he was a lunatic. Yeah. I think Francis Chan maybe said that. There, C.S. Chan, Lewis said it. Too. C.S. Lewis, yeah. yeah. It's, he's either the son of God or a lunatic. Because, a, or a liar lunatic. A liar lunatic. Because, because of all the things that he said. He claimed to be the son of God. He claimed to be the savior. He, came, he claimed to be the Messiah. All of these things. So if he claimed all of those things, then and you don't believe that, then you have to throw out everything else that he said. Because obviously he is crazy. Yeah. But if you want to take his or good he's teachings, lying. or he's lying. But if you want to take his good teachings and say, "Well, we can still, we can still, you know, learn from this," then you're you're missing the whole point. Mm-hmm. Imagine if let's put it in common. You can't pick and choose. Let's put it like right now. Let's say I did amazing things for this world. Mm-hmm. I was like the new Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. and someone came to me and said, "Man, you've done so many great things for for." the poor and because of because of what you've done so many people have been helped why did you do this and i told them well it's because i am god what would people think they'd be like you are you're he's nuts. lost it yeah. he's lost it or i can't that i he might have done some great things but that dude is freaking nuts we should not believe anything he says yeah. or you believe that he is who he says he is right and not only did he say he was who he said he was but he proved it yep 
that's that's what we believe. Yep. Yeah. So either all of it's a big conspiracy and we're just fools, mm-hmm. or history proves it, people proved it, and we have that feeling inside of us. Mm-hmm. That that's what it really comes down to yeah. the most is um, there's things that I still question in the Bible, things I still don't understand mm-hmm. in the Bible, but just that something the the Holy Spirit revealed something in me that that part made sense and so no matter what i question i have to worry because i know that my faith is solid mm-hmm. where my hope and prayer is for people that are struggling with it or that don't believe it is that it will be revealed to them in a way that makes sense to them and because of that no matter what the question they have was about noah's ark or whether it's about creation or yeah. was it, whatever it was about they have that solid faith that they can build their rock on well, and the other thing that Andy Stanley said about about Jesus was um, that that when he came to this earth and was preaching and doing his ministry, and if he was doing it all um, to sell us something or to be a liar or or it wasn't real or wasn't true, if you if he if he was doing that, then he would not tell us all of the difficult things involved. But instead, Jesus would start off by saying, "Okay, you want to be a follower of mine? Just so you know." This is going to be extremely hard. This is good. You're going to be persecuted. You are going to face troubles. You're going to p- face hardships. That your life will be difficult. Yeah. When a lot of people gathered around him, he wasn't like happy. He was suspicious. Yeah. Like yep. they must not be getting it because not these many people would follow us. And yeah. if he was a guy that was just a con man, yeah, wouldn't he? He would. He would upsell you. He would, he would tell you all the good things. This is why this is what you need to do mm-hmm. because you're gonna feel great. You're gonna you're gonna get to go to heaven. You're gonna yeah. get to experience all these things. He didn't start off with that. No. He started off with yeah. you wanna follow me? Okay, leave everything that you have yeah. yep. and pick follow your, me. Pick up your cross. Pick up your cross and follow me to to my death because I'm gonna yeah. die. Yeah. yeah, you wanna follow me? You're gonna be persecuted. Yeah. You wanna follow me? You, uh, people are going to turn their back on you. That's what he told everybody. The sermons he gave with the biggest crowds are the absolute worst sermons you can possibly yep. give to keep the crowd. Yep. The abs- I mean, you can just read it. You can you right. can read some of the things he said. He you would can- make people feel terrible about themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's one on one the thing you don't do. Yeah. If you if but- you if you're a salesman and, and you're just trying to get as many followers yep. as possible, and these disciples who knew that. This is all a lie. And he was just a con man. Decided to write it down anyways. Yeah, yeah. And then they the were people gonna, who lived yeah. with him the closest. And then they were going to die the yeah. worst possible death for this lie that they made up of this con man who wasn't really what he said he was. It, yeah. yeah, that stuff is the stuff that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, some things, honestly, some things sound kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, when you when you think about it, like there's t- like for me, I'm so used to it. And I'm so used to hearing this stuff that when I explain it to somebody who might not be a Christian mm-hmm. and and try and let, you know, someone who's not a non-believer, they're like, this sounds insane. Yeah, and we did a kinda, whole episode. And you're kind of like, yeah, it does. Yeah. But I believe it because, like, of everything Because there's this thing about. I can't get past. You know what I mean? So, yep. yeah, it does it sound kind of crazy? We did a whole episode yes, on does. weird Christian phrases. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. there's some things that are like, gosh, I this, yeah, this stuff I just don't understand. Yeah. But to me, like... If you have to, and this, and we talked about it with Andy Stanley, throw all the other crap out. Jesus, that's it. Mm-hmm. If we get someone to believe that, I don't care what else you believe. But, but really, I, I really don't. Because yep. if if you figure it out for yourself at that mm-hmm. point, I'll, I'll give you what I think from what I found. But it's about Jesus. Yeah, that's all I care about. And I and if I go to, I, I'm God's not gonna be mad at me that I just kept pushing Jesus the whole time. Yeah, 
But ultimately, when it comes down to it, if you really want to know why somebody believes what they believe, it's because of their personal experiences. Yeah, that's that's it. And um, a perfect example: we're doing a baptism service this Sunday, and there's um, there's this girl named Parker who comes to our church. And I didn't ask her to share this, but it's perfect. So uh, she she comes to our church. She'll have to get yeah. over it. Yeah, <laughs> she's from Scotland. She's she's been on our worship team. She's done some awesome things. And um and so I've said we're doing this baptism service um next Sunday, and I've been advertising for it, getting wanting people to sign up. And so after church last Sunday, she came to me. She said, "I think I need to get baptized." So I was like, okay, well, here's, here's what, let me call you this week and I'll talk to you about it. And so I called her today and she didn't answer. She was at work. I left her a voicemail and then she called me back later and she said, I've been thinking about if I should, you know, I don't know, you know, figuring out what I'm supposed to do. Do I even need to get baptized? All this stuff. And, um, and as she was talking to me, she said today, um, when you called me, you, you called me and, and you left this voicemail and it was so funny because right before you called me. Um, I get like uh, one of those Bible messages, like things that's sent to your phone, like mm-hmm. a different scripture verse each day sort of a deal. And the one that was sent to her today was from Matthew chapter five. And it says, and it talks about being a city on a hill and not being ashamed, oh, wow. which is, which is our church is called city on a hill. And um, that's obviously what we, where we got the name from and yeah. talks about being the salt of the world and the, uh, salt of the earth and the light of the world. And, and a, a city on a hill can't be hidden. That was the verse that she got today. Five minutes after she got that, I called her and left her yeah. a voicemail asking her, Hey, so, so what about, have you thought about this? Do you want to be baptized? And I want to talk to her about it more. And to her, that was just God working. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the, there's no, there's so many times that that has happened in my life where I'm like, this can't be a coincidence. Right, right. This can't be just by chance. And if and if you want to believe that it was just coincidence, that is a hopeless yeah. view. Yeah. And that is such a a senseless view in in my eyes. Yeah. Like I don't understand why you wouldn't want purpose. Yeah. And hope in your life. No, you're right. Um. So when when God does those things, mm-hmm. we don't notice it when when we aren't following God. Yeah. When we're following God, then our eyes are open. Yeah. And we say, oh my gosh, I can't, God did this in my life right. before. Right. God just did this, God, you know, and, and you see God working. Yep. You know, that reminds me because um, now after, it kind of brings it all together. Once, you, once you're once you firm in your faith, you mm-hmm. really start to see how God works in your life daily. Yeah. And just one example, I mean, I, I, I just look back and I can see how God got me through. Yeah. Because if I wasn't a Christian, I would I might just say oh it was it was coincidence or this yeah. and that. but to me it's God. Yeah. You know, I was um Eric and I worked for um a nonprofit um the SAC the SAC <laughs> CSAC uh, a couple years ago. And so I was a recruiter there and it was just getting really really tough. He hated that. <laughs> I, I really didn't. Yeah, it was so it was getting really tough and so I just remember I don't know. I don't know if it was devotion or whatever it was, but it was some part of scripture that said something like, um, you know, call out to me and I will rescue you kind of thing. And so I just remember praying something like that. And I, it was something that I was continuously prayed because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, I don't even know what to do anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that week, um, the assistant director came into my office and was like, Hey, I just want to let you know that we got you an assistant and they'll be starting 
in like two weeks huh. and then just just certain stuff like that and I'm yeah, like, yeah. well like i wouldn't i don't choose to believe that that is coincidence yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so it it Little just goes to show that like and, and that helps me which brings it all back it helps me to stay firm in my faith mm-hmm. after you know i've gotten a chance to research why i believe what i believe this helps me to like continue that especially when things get tough yeah or whatever yeah what what someone who doesn't believe any of this stuff would say to both those would be that my this is my guess what they would say just to try to give give the other side um is that it maybe it's coincidence but since we're christians we're just automatically giving credit to things like that Mm -hmm. that happen to everybody we just give credit to Mm -hmm. well yeah it was a creator right which uh, maybe is true uh we don't think that obviously Mm -hmm. um people that don't believe this would think that um but i it is a lot with your experience um with just logic mm-hmm. with with all that kind of stuff all combined and there's things that you're not going to know and, and we don't know but there's just things that have been revealed to me that no matter what happens in my life no matter what tragedies happen i i just can't get past it yeah, yeah. because what? because i i've i've at least thought about trying to get past it you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah and i couldn't like this yeah. this was it so what I, I mean and what i would say too that if if you're a person who is like yeah, I don't know about all this stuff. I don't know if I believe it. I would challenge you, try living your life in the way that the New Testament describes it. Just try it. And and I'm confident enough to say that I I would be shocked if you came back and said, yeah, my life wasn't better. Yeah, but that doesn't, what they would say is that's not proof that it's real. Just because it's a great way to live. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure all of our friends that don't believe it would say, yeah, it's a good way to live. And I, and yeah, it's admirable to be selfless, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean that there's this made up thing in the sky that created us. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do think it's, it is a perfect way to live. And I do think that it's just history has proven it and everything else has proven it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but all right, well, Hey, let's, let's get to, um, Something maybe not as serious. This is a pretty serious episode. Yeah. I thought it was important. I thought it was a good episode so far. Eric, shut up. Brought to you by the guy who stole the wallet. I don't know what his name is. I don't want him as a sponsor. Sorry. Get him off. He went through the proper channels. He's got some extra cash to give out. Oh boy, uh, Shane. Yeah, you got one for me. Uh, only for you. Woo-wee! What the heck? Hot what do you dog. mean only for Shane? <laughs> I'm his. I'm his best friend. <laughs> oh, is it about a sissy? Is it about a little crybaby? No, baby? no. It's about a guy who hurts his back all the time it's when for, he just moves. It's for the. Uh, it's for the co-host. Like, shut up. <laughs> Shane, Gosh, it's pissing how, me off. <laughs> oh, wink. How, <laughs> how familiar are you with? Sugar daddies. Oh, the candy? Not the candy. Oh, with real sugar daddies? <laughs> I'm talking about a real sugar This like should a, be for me. Daddy. Like a pimp? Oh, shoot. <laughs> if there's anyone you want to talk to about sugar daddies. Okay, you know what, Eric? I can rope you in then. Yeah, All right, thanks so for listen, the pity. There is, I don't know if you guys knew, but there is a site called SeekingArrangements.com. Ooh. Now, this is a site that connects sugar daddies mm. to sugar babies. Oh, you mean like... That, so this is like a, you know, maybe um, a mom, you know, a couple had a, had a baby and then the dad is gone. Well, not quite. So basically, it's a site where young, like, 
attractive women. They they're looking for they're financial look, support. Exactly. Oh. They're looking for a sugar daddy. Oh. So And this is the guy who's like, I would love to have a kid. And so a lot of they're looking for an older wealthy man to kind of pamper them God with no strings attached. <laughs> <laughs> well, exa- no, honestly. So here's an example. Eighteen year old from France, female, is asking for five thousand to a, to ten thousand a month. Wow! From a mentor who can provide me mentor with, a mentor who can good, provide me with the finer it. things in life and can keep me happy. So naturally, uh, there was a forty nine year old investor from New York who was willing to pay that. Honestly, and and this is something that like what happens is they fly them out just for a day. It's most it's most likely probably like an older guy makes a lot of money. And is desperate for attention for somebody. He's got to make a ton of money. No, really, yeah. that's yeah. like one hundred twenty thousand a year. Uh, that girl makes money. To I mean, think about it. If you that's a great job. Think yeah. about it is questioning my calling. Think about if you're think about if you're a dude who is rich and he, you have money to waste. But I you can he, never but, imagine but that. You, no. But you don't. But you don't. <laughs> but listen, you don't have anybody. So he would be willing to pay that kind of stuff. What? For a young, attractive girl, and she's fine with it. Now, she doesn't care. Does, she's getting pampered. Does does he get does he get some booty? Yeah, does he? Is right, that so the listen. whole thing behind it? So it's gotta be. This site, there's no way. I refuse to believe that like those that like it's that quality guy time. is is doing it just out of the goodness of his heart. They claim it's quality time. Okay. Now, now I'm sure they really do want quality. Time they do. Too, they honestly they've got to be very lonely. They're lonely. If they're not. Yeah. They're lonely. If they're yeah, willing to pay 120,000 a year, it's probably a guy not the. Best of looks probably doesn't have very good game. Wow, pretty judgmental. Wow, wow. That's because a guy is we rich and single means this. he's ugly. Yeah, just because a guy's rich and he's willing to pay one twenty thousand a year for a woman because he can't get anybody else means that he's ugly. Yep, wow. I would agree. Actually, I would one hundred percent agree. Actually, so they claim that it's not prostitution and they backed it up because as long as the woman is paid for some service besides yes, sex. the sex is not required. Yes, but. Those checks might stop coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what they do? They move on to another sugar daddy. If they don't, if they stop getting what they want, they just yeah, move they on. Wow. So it's, if he wants that and they and they don't want to do it, then they just go wow. ask for something else. And another guy who wants quality time. This will is get basically it. like mail order brides, isn't it? It's like, like, what's what? the difference? They're well, they're moms. It's not a bride. No strings attached. because mail order brides, they like, come and they get married. The older the. So basically, the sugar daddy is just looking for. He wants. He wants his company. Time, yeah. Honestly, you, you. He's paying for company. I'm sure he's great if company. That, hey, if that company, <laughs> he's got to pay on twenty thousand. Jeez, have it. If that, judgmental. <laughs> hey, listen. If that company comes a little sexy time, who knows? It may. Oh, it better. It if, may. If, but even if it doesn't, <laughs> Eric. Even if it doesn't, just imagine if this guy's made on twenty thousand. He's got to company, do it and he's he's expecting to get something. They fly them out. Take them shopping. Sometimes they spend more money. Sometimes pay for, <laughs> pay for their school. More money. Wow. Yeah. And and they're not going to get any. Like oh no, they're expecting to get some. Yes, they just legally can't say they're going to yeah. because it's it would that they're finding a loophole in the system. They should be on that. Remember that VH1 show where um, that guy would teach um, nerds how to pick up chicks. Oh yeah, I can't yeah. remember what that show was called. He should have been on that show. <laughs> I used to watch that show. <laughs> Trying to pay for tips? Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> or what about the one show where it was like, do you want to marry a millionaire or something like that? And the guy really wasn't. 
And yeah. at the end, he like revealed, "I'm not a millionaire. Do you still want to be with me?" And they would have to say yes or no. Yeah, that was I. I read about that all being fake. I believe that. I mean, most reality shows are all fake. Yeah. But um. But yeah, that one in particular was like fake, fake, fake. But yeah, shoo. Um, that's that's pretty crazy though. Mm. I would not feel safe. You know what? If I if I'm looking for a sugar daddy, I want to know I'm safe. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that in the contract somewhere? Like, yeah. Don't hey, don't kill me. Hey, yeah. hey, I'll do this, but you better not cut me up and <laughs> yeah. Eat, don't eat my dexter flesh. me or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't risk, Jeffrey Dahmer me. It's a risk you're willing to take. Yeah, is, for hundred twenty thousand a year, I'll take that risk. But there has to be some sort of safety in place somehow. Yeah, I don't know all the. I don't know. I don't know what that would be, but I would. I would be scared that something would happen yeah. because, like, you don't know this person, yeah, and they're just offering you like, oh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, people do it, and and like like we've been saying, sugar daddy candies is terrible. Yeah, the, I like sugar daddies. <laughs> do you like sugar daddies or sugar babies? Oh, <laughs> Time for the most sugar babies. I like sugar babies. Oh yeah, you he would likes, be a sugar baby. He, he likes the little sugar babies. I like sugar babies. They get stuck <laughs> in your teeth. Yeah, yeah, they That's do. True. But it's kind, of, it's kind of like bit of honey. It's kind of, but it's nice though. Like I don't mind it being stuck in my. Yeah, teeth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you <laughs> eat it. It was that was a Scrubs episode, um, and uh, um, Turk he couldn't have candy. But he only have like one every once in a while, and he got bit of honey. And they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry." He's like, "No, it's good because I get to eat this for like hours because it's stuck in his teeth." You ever watch Scrubs? If you haven't, go watch it. <laughs> We've been everywhere in this episode. Scrubs is so good. <laughs> now Shane's promoting TV. Uh, Scrubs is so good. Yeah, we're getting we're getting oh, residuals from this or something. Because <laughs> right. it's guy love between two guys. That's in Scrubs. Okay, what? Thank you for listening to Not Your Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not a bromance. <laughs> so, so Topper, get ready. You're sending it out. Oh, I got um, you. But again, th- thank you guys so much for listening. Tony would appreciate what I just did. I'm sure Tony. So Anthony was so happy about the uh, Tony, who is a friend of ours, who is also an atheist, just like atheist Adam. Um, I'm sure he loved the other parts. But I'm, I made it up with the Scrubs reference. Yeah. We're going to have him on. I hope he like takes notes on this one and comes back with all the arguments against everything we said because um, we're definitely going to have him on. Um, so, Topper, send us out. Again, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, share us. Let people know about our podcast. If you enjoy it, let people know about it because we're, we're definitely growing in listenership. Send us your questions. Like. Send us some questions. Um, yeah, we, we definitely want to hear from people. Um, NYM Christian Podcast at gmail.com or Hashtag Facebook. Hashtag Or Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, and that stuff. But yeah, Dev, the more people that share it, the more we can get the word out on this stuff. And, and all we're really trying to do with this podcast is just, we'll have serious talks that we did today, but we're trying to also show that uh, as Christians and as leaders, we can just be normal and typical and have fun and just have cool conversations about stupid arguments and stupid candy I think and people know prostitutes. At this point, Eric. I think yeah, so share know. it. Yeah, so I'm reinforcing that you know, so so you better share it. Topper, we're, we're doing God's yeah, work. Yeah, Topper, please send us out. Please send us out. Send go. Ahead, go. Top. All right, everybody. <laughs> a B safe. <laughs> Hold on, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> when I said Topper, get ready, you're gonna send it out. You went, yeah, I know. Like implying that you had something ready. <laughs> All right, everybody. And that safe. was it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Be safe. You cut me off. All right, sorry. Continue. <laughs> this better be freaking good. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, hey, if there's any uh sugar oh my gosh. <laughs> if there's any uh sugar daddies out there, I'll give you some company time. <laughs> yeah, give them a call. Oh, it's tip top. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.